Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, what's up, guys? You're listening to the Airtime Misfits podcast, episode 11. I'm your host, Adam, alongside Nick. What's up? And we thought, wouldn't it be nice if we did... That's a pun there because we're doing this episode not about a roller coaster, not about a park, but about a defunct coaster building corporation called Din, and they build wood coasters, hence the pun wood Din. Yes, and we might add that those coasters were not super duper great, but you know, we'll dive into that. Yes, so stick around. by Charles Din, who originally served as the director of construction, maintenance, engineering um, at Kings Island. And uh, as we all know, Kings Island built an in-house coaster that we lovingly know as the Beast. Yes. Uh, And it is a phenomenal coaster, by far the longest wooden coaster. So it's a marvel. It's a real thing of beauty. Well, Mr. Din pretty quickly got a little too big for his britches and was like, huh. 1983 he's like i'm gonna go start my own company because <laughs> i i really knocked it out of the park with this one and uh so in 1983 he went and started the din corporation i mean the guy is so cocky he had to name the <laughs> company name. after himself that's yeah. right <laughs> yeah and, yeah so you know that he started the din corporation you know things went pretty well starting out you know they uh they built your favorite coaster of all time, Wolverine Wildcat, pretty <laughs> That's quickly. That's right. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Michigan's the, Adventure, my home yeah. park. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the hometown hero, Wolverine Wildcat. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, you know, they built uh, Timberwolf, and they also built Predator, which is a hot, hot hunk of crap, if you've ever ridden it. At um, uh, Six Flags Darien Lake. At, at Darien right? Lake, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Thunder Run, which we've had some good rides on. We've had some bad rides on. Yeah. The other cool thing about Charles Din during his time uh, with that company is he took on the task of tearing down and relocating or rebuilding three, I would say, very phenomenal coasters. I, I guess I've only ridden one of them, but uh, Wildcat Phoenix at Knoebels, Wildcat at Lake Compounds, and then Wild One at Six Flags America. I, I could imagine that was not a very easy task to have no. to pick apart board by board and relocate wooden coasters. You just don't see that. No, you um, don't. No, and you I, don't. I, I, I know you've ridden Phoenix and Wildcat, right? Yeah, I've actually, yeah. I've been on all three of these coasters. Okay. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I would say of the three, Wildcat is, was my least favorite. And that's just, fair. I've heard at, that. Right. At the time when I wrote it, it was pretty rough. And I think they've retracted since I, I've been on it and maybe even gotten new trains. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so I would have to write it again to, uh, you know, see if it's any better. But I love Phoenix. And oh, I yeah. thought Wild One is is really good. It's, I think, one of the best coasters at Six Flags America easily. Oh, easily. And it's it's one of the oldest coasters I've ever ridden. Um, and yeah. I remember riding it with that in mind and just being blown away by how not terrible it was. You know, it was, yeah. it was, oh, yeah. it was really smooth for mm-hmm. being, I think it's, it's 100 years old or over. I mean, yeah. it's, it looks it's close. like it opened 1917. in 1917. So wow, it's, yeah, yeah it, it just celebrated its 100 year anniversary a few years ago. Yeah, that's My nuts. Goodness. Yeah, yeah that's, that's wild. I, I guess I hadn't thought about that. And then I, in 1985, I guess then moved it to Six Flags America. It wasn't yeah. Paragon Park. I don't know. Yeah, it was formerly at Para. Yeah, Paragon uh, Park, and it was known as the uh, Giant Coaster. Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, and- this the, the, this was something that Charles Din did, and he apparently did it fairly well because the three that he ended up, you know, picking up and moving and rebuilding, they were fairly solid coasters. Yeah, and they're still standing. Yeah, like Phoenix, <clears throat> I rode that for the first time last year, and I absolutely love it. It's mm. it's easily one of my favorite wooden coasters, and that one. The story is when they removed the coaster from Playland Park, they did not have any kind of blueprints for the ride. So they had to individually number each piece of lumber and then mm. transport it to Knobles and then reconstruct it, you know, matching all the numbers up. So what it was a, a big task. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, I'm sure, you know, Din kind of building dud after dud right. <laughs> of his own coasters <laughs> was like, oh, yeah, I guess I can make some money here and take on the task of relocating coasters and marketing myself that way. Yeah. So, you know, he did that and he did a fairly good job at it. Um, uh, Obviously, as we all know, the last or the second to last, I guess, uh, coaster that he built under Den Corporation was the one and only mean street mean at street, cedar point yeah. <laughs> and uh as we all know uh that that coaster is no more thank yeah goodness well, um mean streak when it opened though it opened as the what i think tallest and fastest yeah. and longest no not longest that was still beast but tallest and fastest wooden coaster i believe yes yeah and it held that record for i think at least a couple of years yeah yeah <clears throat> and it was a really impressive coaster obviously it didn't last long or you know it didn't hold up well like most in wooden coasters do but oh yeah i mean i remember writing it for the first time i was probably like six years old i I remember just it looked really cool like oh yeah aesthetically it was a beautiful coaster yeah Uh, it is absolutely yeah once you you know buckle in it's it's a whole different (laughs) story but yeah uh, it, it was um it was a true representation of what a din coaster is, I would say. Just just a little too rough, a little too quick, apparently. Apparently, uh, Mean Streak was rough the year it was built. <laughs> yeah, it, it was rough. And and because of that, I think, you know, they had to kind of install, uh, you know, some more brakes in the coasters and yep. uh, really try to slow it down as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, which... I guess helped with decreasing how rough it was, but also decreased the enjoyment of the coaster, I would say. Oh yeah. I mean, gosh, for coasters like that, it's like you almost want the speed, but at the same time, <laughs> if it's jackhammering you, you kind of don't mind right. the brakes as much. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I know they, they trim braked the uh, drop pretty bad. Oh so yeah. It held you like almost halfway down the hill before it released you. 
Oh yeah. And yeah. Uh, then you they just kind of did. like, yeah, coast through the rest of the coaster with kind of no, uh, no force at all. So no force at all. Plenty yeah. of uh, jackhammering, you know, if, if you leave without a cracked tooth, it was a, it was a miracle. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. So yeah, I, I, you know, I have a soft spot for mean street just because of the nostalgia behind it and just yeah. thinking it looked cool, but Oh, it looked so cool. It was really uh, intimidating it, looking and yeah. 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 And, but obviously, Rocky Mountain Construction came and did what they've done with several other DIN coasters now and yeah. made it much, much better. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, I agree. Another coaster made by DIN, which is very similar to the Mean Streak, is Texas Giant at Six Legs mm-hmm. Over Texas, which uh, was converted to New Texas Giant, which was RMC's first hybrid coaster, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And um, more recently for you and I, they also uh, went for uh, Georgia Cyclone, which was created by DIN yeah made that twisted cyclone and that yep. as we know is a phenomenal ride as well so it is yeah it, it seems like the uh din coasters and then uh the cci coasters which has a connection to din we'll get into that a little bit as well mm-hmm. all those coasters have a couple things in common one they're all pretty rough and mm-hmm. uncomfortable and two they make for great rmc coasters <laughs> absolutely and yeah. you know even by far the worst coaster i've ever ridden steel wooden or otherwise is predator at darien lake i know you haven't ridden that yet but <laughs> no oh, i've heard my bad, Lord. bad things <laughs> yeah I, I know they're not giving it the rmc treatment which i really wish they would it would be yeah. a prime candidate right um but you know they're they're doing the titan track which you know it, it, it that's what the third for uh fourth coaster that din has built that they actually need to go in and like fix <laughs> to fix yeah, I, yeah, yeah. that's not a good sign <laughs> no four for ten total right. i mean it's like ah, uh, boy so yeah, yeah um sorry the, go ahead i was just gonna say of the coasters that are still remaining built by din uh that's wolverine wildcat timberwolf mm-hmm. predator and thunder run i would say thunder runs probably the best yeah, I would agree with that. And and you get good rides on it, you get bad rides, but um yeah. but pretty consistently I've I've really enjoyed Thunder Run. Um I I, I really am uh I'm interested to ride uh Timberwolf. I'll be doing yeah. it this summer. I've heard mixed reviews about that one. Yeah, I was just um, gonna say Timberwolf, they did some retracking on it and some reprofiling of it. It did have right. a big helix that they removed and just replaced it with an overbank turn. So I, I wrote it the year after that they did those changes and the ride was it was okay it was pretty smooth but it just wasn't that exciting like it yeah. felt like it was a little bit too slow um but i will say it for a din coaster it was pretty comfortable at least yeah yeah i i think uh that, that's that's essentially what i've heard and right. for, from what i remember of uh raging wolf bobs at geaga lake which was another din creation um sort of a similar story it was mm-hmm on the slower side and i think that was just kind of eliminate any roughness but it was still a it was still a solid coaster when it lasted so yeah i mean all 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 in all it's not that the the design of his coasters necessarily was bad it was more or less the execution Mm -hmm. um they you know just tend to be a little bit on the rougher side yeah and and as a result of that um when din went under in 1991 because they were just getting Oh, I mean, irrele- more and more irrelevant in the industry kind of by the minute is what mm-hmm. it seems like. You know, you had, uh, gosh, I can't even remember when GCI was formed, but they they came and just kind of took the the uh, wooden industry by storm. Yeah. Um, and because of that, uh, 
Charles Din's daughter, Denise, started the now defunct company called CCI. Right. Um, and as we all know, CCI definitely had in its 11 year stint had a much better lineup of coasters and plenty more that are still operating today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, I, again, I've ridden my fair share of doozies of CCIs. Um, <laughs> I've, right. I, but I've also ridden some absolutely awesome CCIs too. So what, what, uh, what are some of your favorite CCIs? I'm, I'm curious. Uh, easily my favorite is Boulder dash at Lake compounds. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that's my number one wooden coaster. It's, uh, it's excellent. And then Shivering Timbers at Michigan's Adventure is really good too. And that's often made, uh, you know, the top 10, top 15 wooden coasters in the world. So um, yeah, they really had some success. I, I haven't been to Silverwood, but I've heard Trimmers is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So CCI definitely, they've, they've had a better track record of uh, building good coasters that have lasted the test of time. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the thing that I really like about CCI is they really, I don't know if it was by choice or if it was just sort of by default, but they really targeted kind of the smaller family run parks. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, for example, Indiana beach, they did Hoosier hurricane and cornball express two very good, very heavily slept on coasters. I would say. Um, And, and they, they really did those well. Now, are they the best that they could possibly be? No, for sure. But like (laughs) they, they, no, they're not, but they are still very good in their own right. And, you know, you got to think about the land for Indiana beach. It's on a boardwalk. Right. Yeah. They made the most with it. Um, They actually had the two coasters share supports. If I remember correctly, like Mm -hmm. they really did a great job. They were very resourceful, very kind of outside of the box thinkers. And that's why you still see so many of their coasters open today, even if they aren't like top tier wooden coasters still right yeah i mean even coasters like at holiday world uh the legend and the raven were both oh, cci yeah. coasters both really good yeah ghost rider at knott's Berry farm is excellent oh yes and they i know they did a rebuild retrack i guess of ghost yeah, rider with gci and that, actually and with gci right and yeah. they made a big difference <laughs> for that I, I never wrote it when it was cci but i did hear it was quite a bit more rough right yes yeah. so i wrote it a couple of years ago and it was it was great yeah really smooth mm-hmm. and Oh, it's easily my favorite wooden, I would say for sure. Yeah, it would. I would. I think off the top of my head, of the uh, RMC hybrid coasters that are out there, mm-hmm. they're all converted either DIN or CCI coasters. Yes. Yeah. I believe that's correct. I don't think GCI has been RMC'd yet. I don't believe so. Right. Um, but yeah, I think. I think. Yeah, pretty much it was just CCI and DIN, and I, I know for a fact um, that. CCI went bankrupt and that's what killed them in 2002. And again, I think it was just, you know, I don't know if it was competition with GCI made them just really, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, hard to compete in the uh, industry. But, you know, as we know now, members of CCI have gone on to create what I think is one of the better wooden, you know, manufacturers in in the world right now is gravity group. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think between GCI and gravity group, they, uh, they do the best job with wooden coasters. Yeah. Oh, phenomenal job. I mean, I, I know it's not, you know, anything to write home about necessarily, but some, you know, even something like Kentucky flyer is mm-hmm. awesome. Like it just fits really well. You smile the whole time. Yeah. Like it's just a great coaster. Obviously they did the voyage, which is top tier. Mm-hmm. Um, Hades yeah. 360. We'll be riding that this summer. We're looking yeah, I'm forward excited to, that to check one. that out. Yeah. 
yeah, they, they've done really good work and they seem like they're going to stick around for a while because they're innovative as well. And uh, is Titan Track, that's by GCI though, right? Correct, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think GCI and Gravity Group both have kind of uh, picked their lane. I know Gravity Group, they've kind of focused in on some family coasters as, as mm-hmm. of late mm-hmm. and they do an excellent job at it. And I think both seem like they're going to be around for a while. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and Gravity Group, you know, they seem to be kind of the um, the more uh, uh, progressive or the more they progress as a company, they seem to be thinking way more outside the box, like with yeah. the wooden shuttle. Yeah. Uh, switchback is, oh, switchback. you know, yeah, yeah we're, we're hearing, you know, obviously nothing's confirmed, um, but we're hearing Dorney could get something similar to that. Yeah. So that could yep. be a popular model that they start to really kind of champion in the industry yeah maybe it's we great. see more of those yeah it's great for um, small parks and it's really unique and it's a cool idea yeah yeah i i really i don't think i've ridden a bad gravity group coaster yet so i, think, I, um, I haven't either same with gci i mean there's some are definitely better than others but i haven't well wildcat at hershey i think that's a gci oof. that's that was yeah. a little rough but that's bad yeah yeah <laughs> i oh, think that boy. was one of the early ones though so Yes, I think it was the first one. Actually. Okay, yeah, that one, that would be a great RMC coaster. I think. Oh my gosh, the yes, layout, please. Is, it's got a good layout, but it's rough, 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 rough. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's, that won't be a re-ride for me. Sorry about that. <laughs> that was one and done. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think GCI is still, I mean, when we're talking not, you know, not hybrid, like true wooden coasters, GCI is the force to be reckoned with in the mm-hmm. industry. That's pretty much no question. Yeah, I but, agree. I think Gravity Group is definitely kind of the dark horse, though. I mean, mm-hmm. they've really made some awesome, awesome uh, coasters that, you know, again, are more targeted towards the smaller parks, but they really have, you know, done well with that. Yeah, they have. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm, I wish Cedar Point would either get a Gravity Group or a GCI. Oh, I think that, that's, that's something that's... they're missing. Yeah. Oh gosh, we could talk about this for a couple hours. <laughs> know. You know, just how what Cedar Point needs is a family wooden coaster uh-huh. or some sort of smaller wooden coaster and that's that's gospel you guys can't argue with us we're correct so sorry about that (laughs) (laughs) uh so uh, with cci of the coasters that they built uh, ground up there's 11 of them like we said only four are still standing as is three Mm -hmm. are now rmc coasters Mm -hmm. of the ones that were built and removed we have raging wolf bobs which you have rode Mm -hmm. and you what were your thoughts on raging wolf bobs Oh, Raging Wolf Bob's was um, it was a typical din, you know. It yeah. was it was rough, uh, yeah. but it, it definitely I would say it was more along the lines of having that um, kind of charming roughness that wooden coasters okay. kind of have. Yeah, sometimes you know? yeah, sometimes a little bit of roughness with the wooden coaster is kind of yeah charming. That's a yeah. good word. Like, yeah, that's like a part it, of the experience. Right, right. Yeah, and and. So I don't remember like getting absolutely jackhammered like I did on Predator, for example. Right. Um, but it, it definitely, I wouldn't say it's, you know, it's in my top 50 or any of that. You know, it's, it was, it was a solid coaster. It fit the park well, I think. It seems um, like, it seems like that coaster is one that people have kind of nostalgic feelings about. I don't know if it's yes. the coaster in particular or just because it was at Geauga Lake. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I think it was the Geauga Lake factor, just kind mm-hmm. of the, the era it came in, I believe in the 80s. Yeah, 88. Yeah. Um, they, uh, you know, 
I don't know what it is about that, but people really, really were attached to that coaster. And I, I remember when Geauga Lake shut down, um, there were, I believe, I know there were definitely petitions to keep uh, Big Dipper up and they yeah. were successful for a while, but I also believe there were uh, petitions to keep Raging Wolf Bobs up because someone came and purchased it for like $5,000, you know, to kind of scrap and haul away. Right. And, uh, and people I think really were knocking on that guy's door to keep it up. And right. at that point, you know, I think it was just a, you know, living in denial kind of thing. It's like, <laughs> well, what's this guy going to do? You know, he's not right. going to. So, um, but yeah, I thought raging wolf five was all that to say. I thought it was a, a pretty good coaster, you know, nothing, right. nothing great. And then in 1989, uh, CCI built Hercules at Dorney Park, which I have not uh, yeah. been on. I don't think you've been on that, right? N- no, no. So they they, the, they removed my, that for Hydra, I believe. Yeah. So the story with Hercules is, first of all, they used to call it hurt your knees because it was so <laughs> shaky. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, so, you know, they had the, I, I guess the mythology with Hercules is that he is slain by hydra mm-hmm. um and so i think that's kind of like dorney's way of saying hey we're you know out with the old and with the new yeah that's the oh, connection they made that's pretty hydra. clever yeah. yeah yeah obviously you haven't ridden hercules heard not great things right um but i can imagine that hydra is better because hydra is fantastic oh yeah yeah i love hydra yeah i think you can still see some footers from hercules like out yes i out think on there's that. a lake right there yeah, the lake yeah uh-huh. yeah yeah, so didn't get to ride that. Um, and then moving on, the next one that uh, was built and removed is Cyclone at Six Flags Magic Mountain, which was built in 1991. I did get to ride this. Oh, man, I'm jealous. I rode this in 2003, I believe. Yeah, 2003. That was the one and only time I went to Magic Mountain. Uh, Cyclone was still there. Right next to Cyclone was Deja Vu, which is now Oof. also gone. <laughs> yeah, the good riddance. Yeah, I... I rode Cyclone with my dad at the time and I was 18, I think. Yeah. And I didn't mind it, but I know my dad absolutely hated it. So, yeah, I've, I've heard, um, I think, uh, Chris was, was telling, or maybe he was talking in one of his videos about how he, Chris from Maritime Thrills said he didn't love Cyclone or he had fond memories of it growing up, but like, as it, aged he didn't like it anymore that kind of thing maybe he, right. he became a little disillusioned by it yeah but um yeah it seemed like one of those coasters that uh, you know again kind of like raging wolf bobs people loved it maybe because of the nostalgia factor yeah or or whatever but it, it, you know in practice it was not a good coaster so no it got replaced by what i think is probably now i didn't get to ride it when i was there because they were building that stupid west coast racers <laughs> I could go on. I could go yeah. on about how much I missed out on because of yeah. that construction whole thing. But um, I didn't get to write Apocalypse, but I've heard the people say that it is definitely a great successor to that area. So, right. Yeah. Yep. Which actually when I opened, it was, I think, Terminator Salvation. And then they yes. themed it to Apocalypse. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. They, they went full on Paramount Pictures naming it after <laughs> yeah. a movie. So. Yeah, I'm hoping to, to get out to Magic Mountain this summer and uh, check that out. So I haven't yeah. been to that park in, since 2003. So it's a oh, lot a I have not park. been on yet. Such a good park. And then the final coaster that has uh, that CCI build that was removed is Pegasus at Efteling in the Netherlands. That one was uh, built in 91. I'm not sure when it was removed, but that was <laughs> the final coaster that Den Corporation built. And actually in during the building of that coaster 
there was a, a dispute which occurred that caused the uh, company to to end to go out of business. So I don't know what yeah. the story is with that, but yeah, yeah, I, that was I'm, the final straw. Yeah, I'm curious about that actually because um, there's not a whole lot of information that I could find uh, as to why that dispute caused Din Corporation to be no more. You know, right? Um, and then that, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, so shortly after they went out of business in 91, uh, his daughter, Denise Din, right? Is that her mm-hmm. name? Denise, yep, Denise, yeah, she started uh, CCI. And I wonder if, you know, if she was able to still speak with her dad and get some input. I'm assuming he still maybe had some influence on the company. You would think so. As like yeah. a mentor or whatever. Yeah, it, because there were a lot of similarities with oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, the two companies they almost kind of ran in tandem, honestly. Right. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if Charleston had some, you know, weight on whatever they did with CCI. Right. You know, all all this to say, I think Din Corporation. You know, people really want to hate on them. I can't fully hate on them. Now, did they? build far less superior coasters to than like you know gci of course they did and you know they <laughs> they were not even close to modern wooden coasters but um at the same time you know i i really think that rmc wouldn't have gotten their start had there been no din coasters to uh work on so <laughs> yeah to fix that's a so, good point yeah because you know like we said, RMC, as far as we can tell, like RMC is either built ground up or they've uh, revamped yeah, former CCI or uh, DIN coasters. But yeah. yeah, you don't see them going after like, you know, older coasters like the Racer or Blue Streak at Cedar Point or right, you know, those right. kinds of rides. Because it seems like other companies, when they built their wooden coasters, they were built more soundly, I guess, or uh, yeah, yeah, better executed. Yeah. which they didn't yeah they didn't need to you know the attention from rmc so that's true without din maybe we wouldn't have rmc around yeah yeah maybe din was the vehicle for us to get to rmc that's right hey. uh, yeah and 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 i think with these din coasters i'm sure when they opened you know like when wolverine wildcat opened in 1988 it was probably pretty awesome and maybe it was for a few years and then I just don't think those coasters were built to last long. Yeah, I think so. I think they just, you know, it could have been the technology they had access to. I'm not sure, but yeah, they just weren't built to last. And so, uh, you know, the genius minds of RMC saw a need and felt the need and, you know, really are, I would say the best manufacturer today. So, Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah. The most innovative, uh, Mm -hmm. certainly by far, by far. Yeah. Because even with the mean streak, I remember that being a big deal when it opened, but it doesn't seem like it took long for the like kind of the shine to wear off of mean streak. Yeah. That's... Where it kind of just became known as really rough. Like it had a bad reputation. It seemed like before the nineties were over. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, you know, I remember writing it for the first time in 99 and it was, if my memory serves me right it was it was a walk-on you know and every time always since then always always a walk-on yeah always a walk-on until they announced that they were removing it and then people decided they loved it all of a sudden (laughs) it's kind of funny when you do that you know that that classic saying you never know what you got till it's gone Uh yeah 
But yeah, certainly Twisted Cyclones better than Georgia Cyclone, mm-hmm. New Texas Giants better than Texas Giant, and Steel Vengeance is better than Mean Streak. So, yeah, yeah you know, it just didn't. They they did their job. They fulfilled their contracts, but ultimately they got replaced by they something did. better. <laughs> they did, yes. And I wonder, you know, if some of these coasters like, you know, Cyclone at Magic Mountain or Hercules at Dorney Park. If they were around a little bit longer, like would those, you know, could those have been arm seed? Possibly, oh, yeah. You yeah. Know? I, I wonder, you know, had they hung out for like, you know, 10 more years, <laughs> right. would they have been able to get arm seed? And, and I think, yes, it's possible. But, yeah. It yeah. seems like, I think like you're saying, I haven't been on Predator, but it seems like a great layout for arm seed to come in. Uh, I think Thunder Run at Kentucky Kingdom is fine as is. I don't yeah, think that needs yeah. it, you know. They've been retracking it slowly throughout the years and, and it's been making a, a big improvement on right. Thunder Run. Timberwolf is is good at World of Fun. And then Wolverine Wildcat, I've heard people, you know, call for Michigan's adventure. You know, it'd be great if RMC could work on that coaster. And I do think <laughs> that would be a good candidate. I just don't see it ever happening. I don't see it. No. I think Michigan's yeah. Adventure is the uh the forgotten stepchild of the <laughs> yeah. fair. I don't think they're ever gonna get an RMC treatment no. on anything. No. No, so that's a a wild dream that will never happen. So yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. So if you've listened to this podcast before, you know that we like to look at old commercials for rides. So oh yeah, I went ahead and picked out a couple that I thought were pretty good. Um, the first one we're gonna take a listen to and look at. If you're uh, on YouTube, you can watch along with us. Is for Predator, Nick's favorite roller coaster. Oh yeah, at, at Six Flags Darien Lake. So this commercial was from 1990, and this would have played on you know television at the time. Um, just to set the scene, there's this uh, hillbilly guy canoeing through like a swamp area, and you can kind of hear his voice narrating what is going on in his head. So let's check it out. Here we go. Knows your terror, freeze That's what it does. It's too big, too fast to escape. I warn you. He's out there now, stalking. It'll rip right through. Throw you high. <laughs> it won't let up. It'll track you down, all right. What? I can't decide what this guy's accent is. I can't either. It didn't sound like New York at all. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> It sounded like some mixture of like Irish and yeah. I, I don't know, but yeah, Buffalo was not on that accent. No, what I love about old commercials like this because you get it a lot. Um, like you know, Mantis comes to mind, and oh, some yeah. of those other coasters of the '90s. So one of the whenever they're themed by about some creature or animal, they always say like this one. He's saying like the predator will get you, it will toss you up and then pull you down, and like you know yeah, all these adjectives yeah. that are describing the roller coaster. <laughs> oh yeah, it was you know these these coasters were made in the age of sci-fi, and yes, so yeah, every like creature themed <laughs> coaster had uh-huh. some sort of sci-fi, yeah, like feel to it. Yeah, yeah, there, a lot of the commercials are very similar. I've noticed as we've kind of gone back and look at these, but yeah, they definitely yeah. had like a, a formula that they went with, like kind of a scare factor with like this unknown creature tossing you around and looping you and yeah (laughs) it's like they were going for fear over like thrill you know right yeah Yeah. (laughs) so next we're going to take a look at raging wolf bob uh bobs that is it's plural oh yeah Uh, 
this commercial would have aired in 1988. And this one, uh, you're just seeing scenes of like a wolf running through the woods and then a guy narrating over it. So pretty, right. pretty simple. Let's check it out. It's energy relentless. It's with very 80s music. Yes. Very. It's time forgotten. But now the legend of terror returns. The new raging wolf bobs at wow. Lake. Yeah, you can see not like, true to size. <laughs> no, <laughs> made it look yeah. like it was huge, <laughs> like a giant. Yeah, so again, like you know, their whole uh, angle was like going after fear. fear. And <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I wonder yeah. what, like, I wonder what the idea was behind that. Like, how did their marketing team get together and say, "Let's scare the hell out of these people"? <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> yeah, because I'm trying to think. Like nowadays, when you see commercials for coasters. Like it, they don't have that kind of vibe anymore. There, it's kind of uh, it's all about like thrill, like thrill, like adrenaline, and they they, they give yeah. you all the stats to show you yeah, how tall and fast and whatever, uh-huh. and you're like, oh, cool, you know? Right. It's not like <laughs> not like, yeah, hey, like, this coaster's gonna eat you alive, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah, like all these commercials are like so mysterious in a way too. Like, like they kind of just yeah allude to things, and it's, yeah, it's totally different. I, I like it though. I think it's fun. Yeah, yeah, it is fun. Yeah, so this last one we're going to take a look at is for Timberwolf, which is at Worlds of Fun. This commercial would have debuted in 1989. And obviously this has a wolf again, just like Raging Wolf Bobs. Mm -hmm. And let's see how similar it is to uh, Raging Wolf Bobs. Let's see. Okay, to be scared. This animal is the newest, most vicious wooden roller coaster ever built. Wow, this guy's voice. Timberwolf at Worlds of Fun. It's out to get you. It's yeah. out to get you. Like, why would I want to go pay money and ride something that's out to get me? Yeah. Like, Come on, so, marketing. Yeah. I know it, it's I wonder if all these were made by the same marketing company because they all had the same kind of vibe I don't know and like even uh Raging Wolf Bobs and Timberwolf they weren't exactly the same but they were pretty similar like as far as yeah, you're yeah. just seeing cut shots of a wolf running through the woods mm-hmm. at least with Timberwolf they actually like cut in some actual scenes of the coaster a little bit with the wolf running yeah, whereas, you know, if, if you're watching this, you saw the Raging Wolf Bob's one. It was almost laughable how big they made the coaster seat. It was just a silhouette in the background. It yeah. was like, wow, this is not the size of a redwood. You know, they don't they don't make them like they used to. No, they don't. The commercials. So, yeah. Yeah, those are all, all good. As far as moving forward, I think we've kind of talked about, you know, the leaders in the wooden coaster industry now is certainly CCI, not CCI, mm-hmm. GCI. GCI, Yeah, yes. GCI and gravity group certainly um and i think there's a couple other smaller companies that build them but n- nothing like gci or gravity group uh, yeah i i think you know it's one of those things where wooden coasters seem to be really losing their relevance more mm-hmm. and more by the day and i yeah. think I, I think what rmc has done is tried to 
um, bring that wooden coaster kind of appeal back with the mm-hmm. look and things, but you know, still a smoother still experience. hybrid. Yeah. So, you right. know, yeah. Right. So, well, and even GCI, they've kind of, uh, kind of took that formula from RMC as well. And they've developed the Titan track, the which Titan is, track, which yeah. is like that steel uh, topper track, which they have implemented on mind blower in Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the entire coaster, but a section of it. And I think there's been a lot of success with that. And like you yeah. said, I think they're, the, work- they're, they're either predator. doing, yeah, with predator, they're either working on it or they have, I'm not sure. I try not to pay attention to predator. So, <laughs> and actually uh, I did see that they're working in, silverwood right now on trimmers i believe they're adding some oh uh, yeah Titan i did track. see that yeah mm-hmm. yeah to sections of it i don't think they've done a full coaster yet so you can uh see going forward that you know that could be the case for a lot of old older gcis maybe they go back and do some titan track and some of their older coasters yeah i could definitely see that you know I, yeah i'm guessing i haven't ridden anything with the titan track yet but i'm guessing it's a much smoother experience something yeah. that is definitely needed for parks that don't want to go through the large expense of converting right. a coaster and just want to retrack it you know yeah that, that's the, <clears throat> that's the nice thing about having these options because like you were saying parks have more options now rather mm-hmm. than just removing a ride altogether they have the option of you know preserving it but making it just a better experience right but, yeah know, making it uh the topper track so i think mm-hmm. that's good uh, that's definitely changed the game for coasters and even uh i think at iapa a couple years ago gci showed a, a model of a coaster uh possibility that they had it involved some inversions and stuff yeah track. Uh-huh. so i think rmc you know them coming in has kind of pushed the boundaries for everybody like oh yeah you know? definitely so, and with and we'll say it here on the Airtime Misfits podcast, mm-hmm. without Den, there would be no RMC. That's facts. That's facts. That's facts. You, yeah. you, you, you can't <laughs> dispute it. It is what it is. <laughs> right. Alan Shilke, we love you, but you wouldn't have a job if it wasn't for the no, Den Corporation. Absolutely not. <laughs> Sign sealed delivered for you right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I think that will probably wrap up this episode. Um, if you have been on any DIN coasters and you love them and you think we're wrong, please let us know in the comment section. Mm-hmm. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And Twitter. At, and yeah. and at, at Airtime Misfits. And also be sure to buy uh, some cool stuff in our shop. Yeah. We've got, we're running low on certain things. And the way we're doing it is uh, one time batches. So, you yep. know, if you you're like man i kind of want a candle still well you better act quick because we are running low yes yeah and we have some new pennants in our store nick and i are both all about getting those coaster credits so we have started a uh, credit chaser club so Mm -hmm. we have some credit chaser pennants and we should have some more stuff coming soon to go along with that theme uh make sure you check those out they are four by nine uh, they would be perfect for a cubicle or a small wall space or something like that. So and yeah. we, we have a very limited supply of those. So make sure you check those out and you can find all that at airtimemisfits.com. Yep. Be sure to do that and don't sleep on it because once it's gone, it is not coming back. That's right. Yes. Thanks again for listening. We hope that you will go back and listen to our old episodes if you haven't done that and uh, stick around for the next one. Uh, We will see you then. Thanks, guys. See you.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.